But if you're needy, then own it. But realize what's going to happen if that's the case. You're going to be super hypersensitive. You're going to look around and compare yourself to everybody else. And then you're going to open yourself up or force something that shouldn't happen in the first place. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Well, I just got an email over that Postmates is delivering Denny's breakfast. So uh, apparently all is right with the world. Uh, welcome to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is your host, Tony Dufresne, PhD. Good to be back with you uh, this week. I t- took a, a while to figure out what the hell I was going to talk about for some particular reason, but I ended up wanting to talk about the attractiveness scale. And I know I've spoken about this before, and I think it was with Lexi back uh, a couple of years ago and stuff. But I think this is important. And this came from you know one of the Goodfield stories uh, of the day that I was going to chat about. And actually, it was sort of a combination of a number of stories that were mainly about uh, people going to prom or they didn't think they were going or the the captain of the football team asked them to the prom and they weren't expecting it. And uh, and it was just it it was it just showed that sometimes a lot of stuff that you think matters doesn't really matter. And the important thing is people as whole and complete or people as people and not just the way that their cells and their bones structured their face or the how, you know, how many pounds they happen to be carrying around their midsection. So today I want to briefly talk about the fact that you are definitely, you're a 10 on the scale. You are on the attractiveness scale. You are a 10. Now, my first question to you is, what was your gut reaction when you read the title? Or even when I said that, what was your gut reaction? Was it, this guy's nuts? Uh, there's, I mean, he doesn't know me. There's no way. Uh, yeah, I am. So, you know, what's the big deal? Or, uh, you know, that's, or I don't know why he's saying this and I have to figure out the reasons why this is, believe me, this is not a shock value situation. The reasons why I'm doing this thing today is not to trick you into listening for 15 minutes on stuff that you already know. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that, uh, uh, everybody has, the fact is everybody has a number or they have a range. Usually you have a range. I do. I mean, I have in growing up and in different times. And I say range because sometimes that you, you know, you might think you're a seven. Sometimes you may think you're an eight. Sometimes you may think you're a four <laughs> and that's, and that's always, that's really always dependent upon where you're at. Right. I mean, if you haven't worked out for a couple of weeks, you may feel like a big old tub of greasy lard and that may knock you down a few pegs or conversely, if you have been working out and you're, I mean, you could be, you could, you could be just coming off of being maybe extremely overweight or being extremely out of shape, but have put together a real solid workout program and you know that you're eating clean and you're, and you're doing the right stuff and you're, you know, you're walking every day and, and you're feeling good. The hormones are being released and you're feeling good. So even in the grand scale, if you're looking at everybody else, well, the, the people that you typically look at when you compare yourself, that you're feeling good, you're going to knock yourself up. You're going to kick yourself up a couple pegs. So that's that's the point. What I'm trying to say is people's tendency to rate themselves. It's really based on a uh, on a general scale. And, and most of the time, 
you rate yourself not based upon the people that you feel as though are less attractive than you, but because of the people that you feel more attracted than you, uh, more attractive. And this always lends itself to uh, not a good, not a good conclusion. A lot of stress. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of insecurity. There's some self-worth stuff. And especially if you've come into this in terms of rating yourself with a self-worth issue, with a ugly duckling issue. You know, the funny thing is, is that, and this is the God's honest truth, there are some just beautiful people. I mean, just just people that are, let's, let's just talk about aesthetics or let's just talk about instinctually face structure and symmetry and all the stuff that we actually put towards the definition of being attractive, which is actually not the whole story. But let's just, for this argument, they, they're just, they're, they're, they're attractive and they're appealing and they're walking around. It, it, a lot of times they were brought up, uh, when they were young and it was an ugly duckling thing to where they were not attractive at all. And then they flowered or they came out of that and they grew into this person. And the funny thing is, is that if you ask them, they still see themselves as that, uh, you know, an unattractive, gawky 13 year old dorky kid. And that, and which, which is shocking because if you take a look at them from the outside perspective, without all the baggage, without all the things that are defining how they think about themselves or how you define yourself, if somebody comes up to you, then they don't see that because they don't go look through those filters. They're going to see a totally different thing. And that kind of comes down to what I'm uh, trying to state here. It, it all varies. The attractiveness thing, it all varies and it all varies upon how you feel about yourself at a given moment and actually kind of who you're around. Now, let me give you an example. You could be working, uh, again, you could be working on getting back in shape and you could be feeling pretty good or, or it's the opposite. And we've talked about that. The, the issue is perception and it's a problem, especially when you're rating yourself within the general context and follow me on this. Cause again, what you're doing is you typically focus on the people that are more attractive than yourself. And then you rate yourself, uh, based on your immediate surroundings. And here's what I mean. There's when you go out, you're going to you are going to you have the magazines that you look at and you have the the shows that you watch. And those set a very high bar, especially because a lot of times those aren't even the people as they are. And that's the great part about social media is the fact that while well, the, the the people that are actually legitimately authentic is that they'll they will put out the the no makeup Wednesdays and they will you know walk around with their hair uh you know up in a bun or just getting up and trying to figure out figure out their day and that shows just them in raw form not in glamorous makeup put together uh walk the red carpet form now the problem with our minds is that we like to try to define ourselves as accurately as possible uh, but the problem is, is that if you if you did grow up with a self worth issue, you're going to find reasons to to validate that. This is the worst part about us in developing our neural pathways as we were brought up is the fact that we always try to to validate. We always try to verify that internal subconscious thing that we feel as though is us or is the truth, and it goes a lot right along the lines with how attractive and how appealing that we think we are. 
And we, and even though you may get some reinforcement, if you've get, if you're in a room and there's two or three people that say, Oh, you look amazing tonight, or you look wonderful, or it's amazing. You say, great. You know, and then you sort of take that and you're like, okay, maybe I'm, you know, putting my shit together. Maybe things are rolling along. But then somebody, one person comes up to you and says, man, well, what's, what's going on? Did you, did you not get enough sleep last night? Uh, That, 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 that outweighs 10 people saying that you look great. Does it not? And that's a problem. And the problem is, is that neither of those things are really the reality of things. The fact is, is that anytime that you put yourself in a situation to where you're rating yourself or there's an attractiveness scale issue or you're looking around the bar and you're seeing girls that are hotter than you or girls that are not hotter than you, it's, you know, it's that whole ugly friend thing. When you do that, you're setting yourself up for, for a not a good situation because it's not it's not real it's really it's not real it's just we all instinctually and this is like an instinctual scientific thing if you're in a group like in a bar and you're in a bar and you happen to be somebody that from an appeal st- just from an attractiveness from an instinctual standpoint which is just the face symmetry the body the the wider hips that then if you have a higher level of just that aesthetic look uh, that's instinctually attractive to the opposite sex, then you're gonna you're going to get more attention, and that's why I I always say if you're a if you're a girl, and uh, uh, there, there's two things that you can do that are not great things, but there are two things you can do to boost your ego. That you could either go to uh, go to a gym, not a, not a CrossFit gym or a gym that uh, or yoga, but just like a regular gym like a UFIT or a 24 hour or something go there because it find one that that not a lot of girls go to i happen to go to one that not a lot of girls go to so i know that there are a few girls that go in there and they they get they're fired up and they're not they're not one they're not the model that walks in in terms of the just the aesthetic symmetry and and all that but they walk in and they know that they're it, it, the ratio is one to 50 guys. And because in the way that we're uh, structured uh, instinctually, our neurons and our human being pathways, the, the caveman in us and woman, that we are naturally attracted to the lesser. I mean, in terms of the, the, the amount that are there. So if the, so if the ratio is way, way different, it's the same thing with a guy. If one guy's in there and 50 girls are in there, then he's going to be much more attractive. As a matter of fact, there, I have a a true story about that where one guy was in a beauty school and uh, he actually uh, started dating a beautiful girl that was in beauty school. And uh, if if you look at it from the perspective of just aesthetics and just ratios, again, you would sit there and go, wow, this is there, there's a big difference in terms of that. But overall, that that made a lot of sense there. But the point the point of those two things, or that that plus the fact that it's the the ugly it called the uh, they sadly call it the ugly friend effect, and it's it's just by surrounding if you surround yourself by a, by people with without the same ratios because there's something called the golden triangle in terms of a symmetry ratio. If your face on one side is the same as the other in terms of symmetrically the same in terms size and shape and whatnot. That actually, subconsciously, we like that because it shows health. 
There's also a subconscious attractiveness to uh, women with wider hips. There's also a subconscious attractiveness to men that are taller and men that have uh, hair. Because all of those things were supposed to signify health and and being a good mate to procreate with in order to keep our species going. All those things are subconscious and that's why we always look at the typically at the attractiveness scale as something from one to ten based on those things. And what I'm saying is they're not uh, at all, especially nowadays. I mean, we're not we're way far away from 300,000 years ago where we had to knock people over the head with big clubs and, and drag them into the cave and all that, all that crap that went on. So what I want to say is, and this is why you are a 10. I'm not saying this just to, to throw this out there, to boost your ego, to make you feel better. It's the, it's the truth. And here's why you being a 10 on this is, is the absolute truth. The point is we're all born whole and complete, whole and complete. And I don't care if you have, if you were born without a pinky or something, you're still whole and complete as a human being, as a spirit, as a, an entity, you know, as somebody, you are whole and you're complete. And you can choose when it comes to comparing yourself in any context at all. You can choose whether you want to compare yourself to anybody else, whether you want to think to yourself, I'm, I am better looking than she is, but that chick is beautiful. Or, uh, I am, you know, I'm in better shape than that dude is over there, but that guy's got, you know, kind of a you know, rough manly face and he's more attractive. And I mean, these are things that are going on in your mind. I know. Cause they go on everybody's mind all the time. The point is you got, you have the ability to not join that game. And even if you're out at a particular bar, you have the ability to not play that game. It's all up to you. You have a choice. Yeah, we all have a choice. And I'm telling you right now, for your for your own sanity and and for the health and the welfare of your life going forward and for you to be clear and focused on really who you are and your whole and your completeness, including all of your flaws, you gotta check out of that game. And and realize if you're going to a bar to hook up, then you're already setting yourself up for possibly a tragic situation to where there, you're being needy. If you're going to a bar to hook up, there's a neediness there, and you're already setting yourself up to make a make some poor decisions. And and then especially when you start pouring the booze down your throat, <laughs> which a lot of times people will do that. They, they already know that they're needy on some level. They go to the bar, they start drinking a lot, and then they which sort of numbs them out from feeling the consequences of their choices at that time. So they put the beer goggles on or the vodka goggles on. And they start, you know, making out with some douchebag. And because they feel as though they, they need the attention, they need to feel that it's been a long time since they've, they've been with somebody. They feel as though they're uh, unwanted or not attractive enough or not appealing enough or nobody wants them. And I, I would hope, I think we've all, it's on some levels, We've all, we all go through those ranges of emotions based upon our situations in our life, especially after a breakup. You know, you're raw and vulnerable and, uh, there's, and there's a big shift in your usual that happens around your life, which is usually you have somebody around. And even if you're fighting, you know that there's somebody around to touch and to hug if you wanted to. And you guys, and to have sex, even if it's angry sex. And without that there, even though it was shitty, Without that there, there's still something missing. And we tend to 
yearn for the things that are missing. And what happens is when that does happen, even though they're a dick and it was, and everybody's saying, now, you know, it's good for them not to be in your life. There's nothing there. There there's, and even though it was crappy, it, at least it was something. And now it's nothing. So that's why I'm saying in terms of the attractiveness thing, if you can continue to focus on the fact that you're a 10, which means you're whole and complete, there's nothing missing. Plus the fact that it means 10, meaning there you're not comparing yourself to anybody. Plus the fact that if you walk into a bar and you look around, you're going to go, shit, nobody else in here, I bet, knows how to play piano as well as I do. Or nobody else can can uh you know work the the computer as well as i do nobody can code as well as i do nobody knows all of the star wars movies as good as i do you know pulling a full nerd alert but i'm saying how are you comparing yourself and the fact is is that there are other people out there there's a lot of people you know they say there's somebody for everybody which it, it really is the god's honest truth there's somebody for everybody i'm not saying that that happens in every situation because it doesn't but realizing that if you are if you are absolutely if you're grounded in who you are if you go in know anywhere knowing that you're a ten not not that you're inflating your ego and thinking I'm hot shit and I'm a ten and everybody should want to be with me that's not what I'm saying I'm saying ten is I am who I am and you can take me you can leave me you can be attracted to me I can lift your eyebrow when you see me when I first walk in the room or not or you could totally ignore me. I don't care. That's your deal and it's not mine. The fact is, I'm here. I'm with my friends. We're going to have some drinks and we're going to have some fun. I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm out and there's a good energy around me and there's other people around me. But I'm not looking out of the corner of my eye to see who's looking at me. I'm not posing in the corner with my drink in the right hand to where my hip is flared out to where I'm looking good. Or I'm not in open position to where subconsciously that as, as a guy that that's more that's more appealing to women because it looks as though you're more open and you're not as defensive and it's not as intimidating. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, a lot, when you're out. If you just go there and be yourself every single time, from my own personal thing, every single time, I, I don't have any preconceived notions. I just go someplace because I, I want to be with friends. Every single time I do that, I have a much better time when I'm out. And it's not that you have to huddle with your friends in the corner. It's just that when you're there and you're focused on listening to them and listening to their stories and you guys having fun uh, being in an area and then being open to chatting with the people next to you and saying something fun or stupid or making an observation and starting a conversation just by just because you want to start a conversation, not because you want you're, you're trying to set the table to get this girl back at your place in three hours. Just because you want to start a conversation, because you have something to give and to offer to other people, as because you're all out there and you want to have some fun and you want to have a good time. Uh, the bottom line is is that you've got to fight the instinctual urge to parade yourself around as a showpiece, because that'll put your ego, you in ego mindset. Instead, focus on the quality time with your friends and being genuine in your energy. If you find an opportunity to chat with people that you don't know, then take the opportunity. With, with no preconceived notions. If you go into any situation to where you are needy, just own it. Uh, right? I mean, if you're going to, and you probably will one time or another. I mean, we all, I think we all have. And you are needy. Just say, okay, I'm needy. And hopefully I don't make a really stupid decision. Especially if I start drinking a lot. But if you're needy, then own it. But realize what's going to happen if that's the case. You're going to be super hypersensitive. You're going to look around and compare yourself to everybody else. And then you're going to open yourself up or force something that shouldn't be happen in the first place. 
And then you can feel like shit about yourself. So that's what I'm saying. It's all up to you. And the fact is that you are a 10. You are. Just realize it. it. Don't compare yourself to anybody. That's the worst possible thing you can do. And it keeps you from doing so many things. It keeps you from doing so many things. It keeps people stuck. Because they feel as though, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not that, or I'm not this. Right? I mean, it's just, it's insane. Stop feeling that way. If you want to make shit happen in your life, stop feeling that way. Realize you're a 10, you're whole and you're complete, and move forward and just be you. I would much rather be out with somebody that's themselves rather than somebody that's pretending to be or posing to be or shooting their mouth off that they are that they do this or they do that because they're trying to boost their ego. I fucking hate people who go out and start uh, yipping based on their ego stuff because I can see it from a mile away and it's unattractive. So just be yourself because you're going you're gonna to end up with a person that that is more way more connected to your authenticity than your fake mask that you have on if you're out there not being yourself or being too needy. That's all I have to say. So I hope that works. Remember, you can go to javabud.com to watch everything. I'm also on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I'm going to go on to Google as well, uh, Google what Play Music and all that stuff. And there's a few other platforms that, that I'm working on. As well as trying to expand my Instagram and um, starting to do Instagram stories and all that. If you want a copy of the book, please go to the website and uh, order a copy of the book, Surrounded by Idiots. It's got uh, all the tools and tricks in there that I talk about in all of the 150 or so podcasts. I do a podcast once a week. If you have something that you would like to listen to or a, something that you would like me to talk about, give me a shout. It's Tony at javabud.com. A lot of times I take the stuff that I hear from my listeners and from my clients and I make them into a show. So things are good. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.